0: Hey everyone, Grant for the Flame Learning Channel. In part 8 of the Motion Warp Tracking series… You'll go through a use case… Of when you'd use the Motion Warp Stabilization. This is the opposite of Motion Warp Tracking… And can help with specific tasks. If you would like to follow along… Please click the link in the YouTube description to download the media. Alternatively… If you're watching the podcast version of this video… Then please type the displayed link in your favourite web browser. So starting in Batch… Here you have a 24-frame clip… That was shot handheld, So it's by no means perfect. Now you may want to stabilize the media… As you might not have any alternative takes. Or perhaps you want to keep the edginess of the shot… But you need to change the colour of the red jacket. Whatever the requirement, there are loads of techniques to try… And one of them is Motion Warp Stabilization. So let's start off by stabilizing the image first, And then we'll discuss how to use the stabilized motion vectors… To assist with rotoscoping. Go to the Batch node bin… And drag out an Action node in the Batch Schematic. Press CONTROL-N to add a new media input… And connect the media to the front input. Double-click the Action node for its controls. Press ALT 2 for a 2-up view with the Action Schematic… And the Result view. Now since motion vectors don't exist for this image… You need to generate them. Go to the Media List and ensure that Entry 1 is selected. Select the image surface object in either view… And call up the contextual menu. Choose ADD MAP… And choose the Motion Vectors Map. The Motion Vectors Map will attach itself to the selected object. Now to speed up the interactivity… Double-click on the Motion Vectors Map… And switch to the Analysis menu. Click Cache Range. Flame begins to cache the 24 frames… And this may take a short time depending on your hardware configuration. Once the caching is complete… When you scrub the time-bar… You should see the Motion Vectors Map update in the Action Schematic… But nothing happens to the original image. To stabilize it… Double-click the Image Surface Object… And switch to the Images Tracking menu. Now you need to set a single reference frame or multiple reference frames… For motion warp tracking to function. Go to the last frame of the composite. Click ADD to set a reference frame. Scrubbing the time-bar does not display the stabilized result. To stabilize based on motion vectors… Just enable the active button under the stabilization heading. When you scrub the time-bar, the image is now stabilized. Now there are a few very important factors to take into consideration. The stabilization is based on pixel data that exists in the reference frame. So this will work well for mild shaky camera shots like this… But not wild camera moves. Tracking camera movements also don't work… Because you are either introducing new pixels or removing them from the shot. Since this stabilization is based on the pixel data of the reference frame… I don't recommend deviating too much from the original shot. Zoom into the image with CONTROL SPACE… And pan over to a corner of the image. Look at the distortions you get on the edges of the frame. This type of issue is unavoidable. So the best option would be to scale the image slightly larger… And this will hide any edge distortions caused by the stabilization. Secondly, if you're trying to stabilize a shot with motion blur… The motion vector analysis doesn't stabilize correctly… Because the pixels need to be in focus for it to work. So motion blurred shots are a big no-no in this use case. Thirdly… Motion Vectors Stabilization is trying to maintain the pixels from the reference frame. But since pixels might change every frame… Due to movement and lighting etc. You may also see artifacts in certain areas within the image. Take a closer look at the jacket and hat for instance. Now this is not all bad. It is very usable compared to what it was. As an extra tip… If you use multiple reference frames in combination with Motion Vector's Stabilization… You can also interpolate the movement between two reference frames. This can be used to smooth out shaky camera moves… And it could also be used in a creative sense. I will reiterate that in terms of stabilization… This is one of many techniques you can try. Other techniques are also covered in great detail on the Flame Learning Channel. So the workflow for applying stabilization using motion vectors… Is pretty straightforward. And you just enable one button after following the usual steps. Now let's say you need to change the colour of the jacket. You've opted to go down the rotoscoping route… And one great tip… Is to try stabilize the image as much as possible… To save a lot of time rotoscoping. Since you've already stabilized the image with Motion Vectors Stabilization… Let's roto the shot. Swipe back to Batch… And drag out a Gmask Tracer node from the node bin. Connect the output of the Action node… Into the red front input of the Gmask Tracer node. Double-click for its controls. When you scrub the time-bar… You can see that there is a small amount of movement left in the image… And this can be taken care of using the Gmask splines. In the interests of saving some time… Click the LOAD NODE button to the right of the interface. Go to the folder containing the downloaded media… And load the COAT Gmask setup. Press F1 to see the front view… And select the Gmask shape. Now there is a small bit of movement which you could track using the Gmask. So go to the last frame and switch to the G-Mask Tracking menu. Set the mode to each vertex. In the front view, hold Ctrl and drag a box selection around all the vertices. Now go into the tracker. All the selected vertices are now trackers… And you can track them from the last frame backwards. Switch the direction from forward to backward… And click Analyze. Once you're done… Click RETURN to exit the tracking tools. Scrubbing the time-bar… The small movements should now be tracked with the Gmask spline. Press F4 for the result view… And you can see the generated mat. You can now use this as the selective and color correct the stabilized image through this mat. However, to keep things interesting, you've been told to keep the original camera move and destabilize this mat to match. So to bring back the camera movement onto the mat, go back to batch. Select the action feeding the GMask tracer node and call up the contextual menu. Choose duplicate keep connections. This duplicates the nodes with any existing connections. Now drag the duplicated nodes in front of the Gmask tracer. Select this Action node… And press CONTROL N for a new media input. Connect the result of the Gmask tracer… Into the front of Media Input 2. Double-click the node for its controls… And press ALT 2 for a 2-up view. Delete the second image object and its axis. So you're back to the original stabilized result of the live-action shot. Let's switch out this image for the stabilized mat. Select the image object and call up the contextual menu. Choose Assign Media… And choose Entry 2. The mat takes the place of the live-action footage. If you scrub the time-bar… The stabilization is doubled because the original stabilization of the mat is now combined with the stabilization of the current motion vectors. To destabilize the mat using the current motion vectors, double click on the image object and in the image tracking menu, deactivate the stabilization. Just by doing that, the original camera movement is now applied to the mat. Let's finish this example by using the mat as a selective on the original live-action plate. Swipe back to Batch and drag out another Action node. Create two new media inputs… And connect the original source clip into Media Input 1. Next, connect the mat into Media Input 2. Double-click the Action node… And switch to a 2-up view. And as before, delete the matte image object and its axis. Now to add the Selective to the live action shot… Select it in the result viewer and call up the contextual menu. Choose ADD SELECTIVE COLOR CORRECT. Double-click Selective 1 in the heads-up display for its controls. In the colour correction controls… Shift the hue to roughly 260. So that changes the colour of the jacket and everything else. To limit the selective using the mat, Go to the Selective Controls menu… And change the input Mat value to 2. This will refer to Media Entry 2 in the Media List… Which is the matte of the jacket. Click the pull-down menu… And choose Luminance. So the selective is now holding the colour correction within the mat. And only the jacket is being affected in this case. When you scrub the time-bar… The original camera movement is also being applied to the mat, And this keeps everything locked together. So Motion Vector's stabilization… Can be used to stabilize an image in certain scenarios… But it can also be used as part of a stabilize and destabilize workflow… To tackle a variety of compositing and finishing tasks. Please remember to also check out the other features, workflows, and enhancements to the Flame 2018.3 update. Comments, feedback, and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching, and please subscribe to the Flame Learning Channel for future videos.